Hello to all you wonderful people, this is Andre the Game My Dear Guy. Thank you once again for lending me your time and you're here listening to another Gamer's Thoughts discussion and it's the middle of the night. I'm about to drink some tea and go to bed. But, I mean, I kind of was in the mood to talk about this subject already and I just didn't do it sooner. So I'm going to do it now. And that is talk about the launch or pre-launch of the Steam Deck. Now, from even its most adamant praisers, the Steam Deck is an incomplete concept. Even when it comes down to its launch, it is an incomplete concept. There is more that will likely come with it and is likely to happen with it. But in its current phase, it's not quite ready to be considered a fully complete launch and even then Valve likely isn't worried about it being a fully complete system because it's meant to be modular and I don't mean modular in the sense of the physical portion of the system being modded but it's more software it can be swapped out you don't have to leave the Steam OS on there You can literally take it off or replace it with Windows if you wish, and then do what you want from there as far as your gaming matters are concerned. The big problem is, out of the box, it doesn't really fulfill basically what it says it's going to, and that's just to give you your Steam library in your hand. Like I said, even those who are like the most adamant about this machine and how great it is, like Linus Tech Tips, it's still incomplete. Now, for me, that would be a major problem when you have a library list of thousands of games and your platform that you are putting out can only access hundreds of them. And I mean only access and play hundreds of them out of the box without any additional work from the consumer. That is a problem. It's not like this platform doesn't already have the games available to it. Because they're available. They're in many people's Steam libraries right now. But if the game isn't compatible, you can't play it. And that is an issue. Say what you would like about Microsoft and Sony for the Xbox Series S and X and the PS5. But at least everything that they said would be backwards compatible with the machine is backwards compatible out the gate. It's available to the library for the console to play. You can't say that about the Steam Deck. And the same could have been said for the Wii U as well as the Wii before it for the GameCube. And for the 3DS to the DS. And for the DS to the Game Boy Advance. Well, basically the Game Boy line, almost completely. That is a big problem. To be able to look back on that and say, oh no, we're not... You can't play all of our games on the console or platform that we're giving you. Because I don't really... I don't really consider Steam Deck a console. And if, and this is where I took a little bit of issue with Linus Tech Tips. And I, and I really do enjoy their videos usually a lot. 
But it's an issue with Linus Tech Tips calling the Steam Deck a console. It may operate like a console because of Steam Big Picture, but it isn't a console because it's something that you can edit. And while a lot of people may lord that is, well, it's breaking the stigma that you can't have stuff be available in the console or you can't do what you want with it. There's a reason that consoles are closed systems. One, you know what you're working with. You know what you're working around. Like, you know the specifications of the machine that you are dealing with. You know the ins and outs of that machine once you work with it. Steam Deck is not the same thing in that matter because anyone can change the inside code of it. And that's going to make it honestly less worth the time for people to make sure that it's running on the native system. Because if I can go ahead and take the Steam Deck and wipe the OS and replace it with Windows 10, what difference does it make? There are multiple different other portable PC, gaming PCs that are in the same styling as the Steam Deck that would allow that. And it comes with that already built into it. And it's still expandable in the same way as the Steam Deck. And you can still plug in an, an eGPU and then plug that into a monitor to run the games on. It's still pretty much the same situation. Now where the Steam Deck could be different would be where the dock comes in, but we have no information on what this dock is supposed to do. Because they, it does say, hey, this machine, when docked, can run games up to 4K and stuff like that. Okay, but where's the dock? What's going to be in the dock? What is coming with the dock? Because that's a lot of that's a lot of empty promises that there's nothing pointing towards. And a lot of those empty promises are the exact same promises that came with the Steam machines that Valve really quickly dropped dealing with the concept of. Because all Steam Deck is is a portable version of the Steam machines. Maybe this gets to gets to launch unlike the majority of the steam machines but it's still in concept the same thing where you can edit it to your leisure which makes it not a home console but an analog for a console in its physical form and that's about it you're still going to run into the same issues with performance with it being 10 to 15 watts on the go. You're still going to be playing with games that are just barely above 720p. A lot of issues that people complain about with other platforms, or at least with the Switch. So, what makes this special in comparison? Other than, hey, it's Valve's version of it. And yeah, it's, a bit, it's definitely bigger. It's bigger than the Switch, Wii U, Gamepad, and actually several other portable gaming PCs. It is much bigger than a lot of them. But it doesn't make it any more special than something like a GPD, a GPD Win or um, the One X player. It, it doesn't really set it aside. Because honestly, with any of those machines, you could wipe the OS off of them and then install Steam OS 
and get the same results. Now, whether they're going to be better or worse, that's a whole different story. But you can get relative results. So, if that's the case, what makes the Steam Deck special? That's the thing I haven't heard yet. There's nothing that makes the Steam Deck special. Like, even with Linus Tech Tips, all the things that he pointed towards, you could look at other portable options and get the exact same thing. That was, that was what I was like when I was baffled by how he was lauding it. I'm like, but this applies to other stuff that does the same thing. I mean, maybe there are a few bells and whistles that are specific to the Steam Deck. But they're not anything special because there are other ways to do what they do. What it does. There are other ways to do what it does. With the other platforms. Now granted. I understand his argument about. Not being able to see frame rates and performance stuff like that on. An Xbox or a Playstation or even a Switch. But if these are game consoles that the layman's going to pick up. The layman's not going to care. Yeah, for enthusiasts, they're going to care, but there are already methods for enthusiasts to find this stuff. So, I, I don't know, maybe when he said that, I felt that was a little bit disingenuous, because there are already methods for layman. I mean, there are already methods for enthusiasts to get this information. And most enthusiasts that pick up one of these platforms is going to already have the equipment to find the frame rates and the performance issues. So... If they're already capable of doing that themselves, and you can do that in Windows on your own with any varying number of software applications, why does it matter? Because that's only enthusiast level stuff. And granted, Valve is probably pushing this more for enthusiasts than they are the, the layman. Because most, most people that are just looking for a plug-and-play console... Where you can find the games very easily. Sorry, it was briefly interrupted there. But to continue what I was saying, for most people that are just looking for a plug and play system, the Steam Deck is not that, or it, it, it isn't even just a pick up and play system. Now, granted, it's not completely an issue that not every game is available to be played but a bigger issue is that Valve themselves doesn't have a very organized way to let you know what games are compatible you have to depend upon the goodwill of other people to talk about okay well this is compatible this works I've tried this and this game seems to work or this one seems to have some sort of issues that is the major problem here right now and it comes down to it. Because Valve should have a team headed up for this specific detail. And they should have a way to let you know what games are compatible currently. What games are semi-compatible. And, and what games have major issues or just don't run at all. They should have a way to let you know that. And that is on Valve to get that fixed and to let people know. 
Again, I'm, I'm basically basing this off of what I've heard through multiple different reviews, but Linus Tech Tips, Tech Tips 1 is probably the best in-depth one I've seen so far. Um, even if I don't agree with some of the things that they say because of the premise of what other consoles provide, or what other platforms provide, I should say, because I can't really consider it a console, because it's not a console, it's a portable PC. That said, I do think that the Steam Deck has a lot of potential, and it could go very far if there were some minor tweaks to, one, show you compatibility very easily, two, if they can find a way to give people updates within the system itself, or give people updates on when new stuff is coming or when games are going to be more compatible. Um, and it's probably because they're mostly focusing on a lot of the newer stuff currently, and then they'll try to dive more into the older stuff. Or they already are, they're already working with what is available through... Uh, I want to say, was it Vulcan? I think it was Vulcan. I could be wrong. But whichever layer that they're using... To get the games to run under the, the Linux kernel that is Steam OS, they're probably going to have. They're probably going to have to have a whole lot of updates coming. Um, again, just to let people know. But once that happens, who? What's to say someone can't just take their One X player and go ahead and swap the OS to to that? version of the OS if they wanted to. And it, it's not hurting anything, but I'm just saying that that's not an advantage for Steam Deck. Now, one of the major advantages for Steam Deck is how, how cool it relatively stays from what I've seen. But it's also the same type of cooling method that the Nintendo Switch has. So it... Again, it doesn't make it special. It makes it decent and good, but it doesn't make it special particular. I think the only thing that really makes it special is that this handheld, while in its current form, has multiple different options for touch and gameplay impl implementations. Those are great options to have. I'm not going to lie. Um, but, I mean, I personally wouldn't know how comfortable the machine is because I haven't had my hands on it. And I would I would really have to have my hands on it to give you a distinct idea of how comfortable it is to hold it and move it around. But with all the stuff packed into it, I would assume that it carries a decent amount of weight. And that may, that may play into the fatigue of a person's arms and their hands while playing with it. Now granted you can always use external controllers and stuff like that. That's never going to be a, an issue because again it's still a PC at the end of the day. I am still very curious about what the Steam Deck Dock or whatever they call, decide to call it will allow you to do with the Steam Deck. Because Based upon what Valve has said, based upon what they have shown on their website for the Steam Deck, 
the specifications of it should allow for 4K gaming. But it's locked to stuff at the lower end currently. And that's mostly due to power consumption. And because it's necessary, ne uh, necessary <laughs> for it to be locked down in order for it to operate in handheld. I'm still very curious as to what's going to happen with the dock and how that's going to figure in and how much more money that is going to cost in particular in order for it to do what the Nintendo Switch does out of the box. And I'm talking base model Switch. Because the base model Switch is not the light. The light was not the base model. That was after the base model was launched. Well after. So there's a lot of questions that are left that are just not going to be answered. And, and even then, still, Valve has like some smaller embargoes in place to keep certain information from, from the public at the moment. Um, and that's something that they're going to have to, I guess, most companies that are doing reviews on this, and most media outlets that are doing reviews on this, are going to have to try to work around. Uh, hopefully, they come up with something that makes the Steam Deck itself very special. Um, and I've heard that they're going to be trying to work with Microsoft to bring Game Pass over to Steam, which... If they do, that's a win for them. That would probably be very helpful for them. Um, and you can still play some of your games on the deck through streaming, like streaming your, your library from your PC to your Steam Deck or whatever. So there are options to work around some things, but it's not always going to be one-to-one. -one. It's just something to consider. But all of that stuff aside, and and I don't make this discussion to try to bash on the Steam Deck. It's just me going over what I've heard and what I have seen so far. And I still think that it has a lot of potential to it. And there are a lot of things that are good that can come from it. Like, hey, right now, this could be leaning toward what I talked about before. It could also inspire Microsoft and Sony to go ahead and do their own variant of a portable console. It could. Especially, it really just depends on how well it does. Because the Switch has already gone gone on to do very well, but that's Nintendo's arena. It has always been Nintendo's arena. When you bring in a handheld perspective, that's always been Nintendo's arena. Because they don't worry about making the best hardware. They worry about making the best software for their hardware. And they have done a phenomenal job on that. Whereas Steam is mostly third-party stuff. There's not a whole lot of first-party anything when it comes to Steam. It, that, that's on Valve. That, that can't be on anyone else but Valve. So, it, again, it has a lot of potential. And I look forward to seeing what comes of that potential. But right now, we still got quite a bit of work to do. And it's not like the thing is already launched fully. So that's also another thing to take into consideration. Several of these issues could probably be wrapped up and fixed by then. So 
take what I say with a grain of salt. Like, don't expect that what I'm saying now to stick. Really just the things that I've heard and what I see as concerns to worry about. And that's it. But thank you guys so much for listening. Keep your eyes and ears up for more stuff from me. And until the next time, enjoy your games and peace out, everyone.